We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, here it goes. Welcome into the Divas Dish Podcast. I am the Midday Diva, Cherie Taylor, along with our Weekend Diva, Elise Riley. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our very first guest diva of 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in Diva Diddy. Hello. That's weird. <laughs> I'm a diva now. Well, That's I fantastic. asked you the other day, this is Diddy. Tell us about yourself because uh, a lot of people that own magic may know about you yeah. and they may not have that crossover into the sports world. Well, you've definitely heard my voice because I've been on a number of your commercials for the last three and a half, four years. Uh, <laughs> you make me want to buy things, yes. Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> I worked production here at Entercom for a few years. Now I'm more of a fill-in guy, part-time guy with ESPN Upstate, and I'm on the weekends with Classic Rock 101.1. All right, so you are our guest diva, so welcome on to Magic. Um, and we like to have you here, and when we were getting the approval from our producer, Peaches, I threw out that, okay, we're going to have Diddy on Tuesday and Diesel on Thursday. You got full approval. <laughs> That's right. That's she, how it should be. I mean, she knows better. She, uh, the producers are the smartest people in radio. I am a producer sh- myself. Me too. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I was she would know that like, I'm the good guest, and she to, should be happy about this. I'm about to say, guys, hush, 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 <laughs> because that's just going to give her an ego. And she, oh, she's looking at me now. Yep. Thanks, thanks, Peaches. You're welcome, Peaches. <laughs> producers always stick together. And you know what? I'm talent. I just got to sit here and shut up. <laughs> so I love uh, going on both sides of that fence. It's it's fun. Exactly. Well, well, speaking of both sides of the fence, last night we all know what happened. Oh boy. The Tigers yeah. took on the Tigers. We've got two Clemson girls in here. And as I mentioned, as I was teasing that you were coming up last mm-hmm. week, um, I mentioned that you are a Gamecock fan, lifelong Gamecock fan. Yes, I am. Well, not lifelong, but uh, since I moved here and y'all made me choose. <laughs> you That's have what to. what happens here in Greenville. Yes. You, you have to choose. And so you yeah. just said, I uh, want to choose them? Uh, there was a lot of factors in it at the time. Uh, obviously, at the time, you guys were not winning national championships, so uh, yeah, it wasn't at true. all a poll. <laughs> they were both fairly mediocre on the whole. Uh, and for me, there was a lot of uh, people I didn't seem to like immediately at my high school who had Clemson paws on their head. Plus, I grew up a Catholic kid in New England, and the only real college football we knew of was Notre Dame and Lou Holtz at the time. So ah. Lou Holtz being with Carolina at the time drew me that way. All right. Uh, and lastly, being a Red Sox fan for my life, that is a lifelong fandom. Uh, I always support a team whose fans show up in the best and worst of times. And when I showed up, I moved here in 2000, the year after they went 0-11 the Gamecocks, and there were still 81,000 people at williams Bryce. That made me think of Fenway when I was a kid when the Red Sox were garbage, and it was still full to the gills, and that kind of pulled me in as well. 
Oh, see, okay, that's yeah. real reasons. Plus, I like then I went that. to school there, so that helps too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we talked yeah. about that off air. We'll talk about that uh, later on. But you know, welcome aboard, and I will say this: we absolutely love your girlfriend, Ashley. She's the best. She is amazing, <laughs> and she's on our side. Yes, she is one of you. But you were such a supportive boyfriend because yesterday you're like, well, you know, I'm coming in to do the podcast. I'll be there at 10:30. We're still gonna, you know, still gonna do it, and I'm gonna be, you know, giving you the insight on the sports angle of everything. And he goes, but, you know, I'm going to be comforting Ashley. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and it, it didn't take much because she kind of was busy. She, she's a very busy person. She goes to nursing school, so she's got a lot of homework and stuff to do. So she kind of tried to distract herself, I think. But once it got real bad, uh, she was smart and just went to bed. <laughs> that was the smart decision to make. <laughs> she was token from South Park. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> yes, Elise. Oh, is that a yawn I see almost no. coming out uh-uh. of you? No. no. Well, it, it very well could be. We all know I produce the morning show. I have to be here at 6.30. So, morning show. And we were texting each other last rough. night during the game. It was very rough for me. Um, uh, it was rough. I did not want to get up this morning. My husband woke up to go to the bathroom at 5.38. My alarm goes off at 5.40. Where did you bury the body? Yeah. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> It, Your dad's it was, a cop. You don't I have to. I was so oh mad. I was furious. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, I could have had two more minutes. Um, but no, I, yeah, I'm exhausted. So if I yawn today, at least there's a good reason. Yeah, it, it's okay. So you know what? You can yawn at Diddy instead of me. Yeah. Because usually I'm saying something and she's like, mm-hmm. you're going to make like me yawn. Well, I'm the lucky one. I'm hiding behind this thing. You can't even see me. So I can hide I know. all my yawns. I can, I'll, I can see your arm moving <laughs> yeah. at one point and then it's just well, like. you know us Italians, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's, I, I have to sit on my hands because yeah. there's so many times you hear bop, 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 bop. I, I tend to smack the microphone on occasion when I'm on air. Oh, I've done that many times. <laughs> That's valid. I've done that, too. <laughs> so I'm texting Elise through the game last night, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, where's Sam? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, they are all LSU fans, our morning show. And Sam had been talking smack with a group text of uh, our staff here back and forth all week. And then, like, it, you didn't hear from him through the first half. And, of course, they have to be up early. And he showed a lot of class. He was talking smack during the whole week. But um, he actually showed some class. And this morning, uh, we had a group text from our uh, ops guy, Super Dave. And he goes, well, that didn't go exactly as planned. No, it did not. And then I reply back, oh, was that last night? I forgot to watch. Oh. <laughs> Should be like, what, the Lakers game? Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. Poor they, Cleveland. They were purple, right? The Lakers were yeah, purple. and gold. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, a bad so, variation of purple. And then <laughs> Sam replies back, well, <laughs> I'm ready for us to go back to be LSU again next year, the good old boys, because we know what's going to happen. And Denny and I were talking about that in my office. Yeah, and the crazy thing, though, with how college football is now, the reason why they got to where they were, they could do it again because of the transfer portal. I mean, Joe Burrow was an Ohio State guy. He was an Ohio State uh, recruit. He had to transfer out of Ohio State because he wasn't getting a chance, and that's how LSU took this next step and became what they are. There might be quarterbacks out there for next year. They could just do it again, and that's what's kind of crazy and I think fun about this new world of college football with the transferring. Exactly, and uh, we've got a guy that's uh, pretty amazing. They, they had his number last night. They had Trevor's number. 
It's a rough day. It's a rough day, but he looks like a Disney prince. He's going <laughs> to bounce back. He's he still so pretty. Yeah, he's still got that head and shoulders endorsement just waiting for him after exactly, next season. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He made me so nervous last night during the pre-interview because he looked like he had cut his hair. And I'm oh, like, no. why would you do no. that? We do not do that during Have the season. Have we not read the Bible story about Samson? Yeah. He lost his strength when he cut his hair. Come on, Trevor, keep the hair. I don't think he he did, but just in that mm-hmm. camera angle, it looked like he had cut his hair. And I looked at my mom, and I'm like, surely not. He had a little trim up. It, it was You not. could see the ends were just a little blunt, so he had a little trim up. Who That's would that be worse for, though? Would that be worse for the, uh, the, the dreaminess for all of you as just fans who want to look at him and how great he looks with his hair? Or is that worse news for the girl who got famous on Instagram because she looks like him? That's true. Yeah. That'd be really bad because <laughs> the then no, she no longer looks like him or she's going to have to cut her hair movie. off. Yeah, she, <laughs> if I she cuts her so hair off, she'll be like, oh, God, now you don't look like a girl at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Ooh, you were going for that? Well, at least he didn't say, well, I like a girl. No, you look like a Disney prince. A very he pretty does. He pre- looks like Charming from Shrek. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, actually, that's very accurate. Yeah, no. I didn't even think about that. There was before. a meme going around last night about how Joe Burrow looks like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. In Not the Good Years. And <laughs> yeah, Diddy and I were also talking about that, and does. we kind of tempered that. I kind of thought it was uh, he looks like Macaulay Culkin before the bad years, if he hadn't had the bad years. Yeah. Okay. He, can I just say he looks like someone ran him through a filter six times? There yeah. is no, there are no cheekbones there. It's like everything's super smooth. I'm like, did someone like get a Botox wand and just smack him upside the head with it, or does he naturally look like that? He looks like half those girls I've swiped left for on Tinder and Bumble in my single. <laughs> Face. Like, that's not a real face. <laughs> that's not a real face. That's like super filtered. If there's like a super filter, you yeah. could just like, he. I mean, it's, it's just like creepy smooth. See, the, the meme I thought was funny, though, is whatever it was Macaulay Culkin and Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Oh, yes, yeah. that they and were playing really, each that's other. That's who he is. He is, is the new well, age Sunshine. you know Sunshine. Sunshine from Remember the Titans actually... He's a Gamecock. He's a Gamecock. Yeah. Yes, he is. And, um, let's see, Ronnie, is it Ronnie Bass? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. He is also the head of alcohol and beverage control in South Carolina for a while. He may still be. <laughs> so, my ex-husband's a liquor rep, so I knew that. So, it's like watching Remember the Titans. I'm like, I know who Sunshine is. <laughs> From California to the Palmetto State. Mm-hmm. To the Jack Daniels Distillery. <laughs> God. <laughs> but I will tell you, I did get some uh, text this morning, and Elise is like, do not respond to that. Do not. Clemson is not a joke. <laughs> Clemson is not a joke. I do not appreciate it, nor do I appreciate the derogatory they. Yeah, we, we are Clemson. We do not say they because we are we. And this is the first game we've lost in, oh, I don't know, 30 games. Is that right, Diddy? That'd that is 29-1 over the last two seasons. Uh, yeah, that ain't so bad. No. That ain't so bad. But, yeah, I got a text. I like, oh, here's some platitudes you can have. Uh, they'll be better next year. No. They'll this. They will this. And I'm like, mm, mm. I'm like, I can't respond. I just can't respond <laughs> right yeah. now because I went to Clemson during the Ken Hatfield years. And yeah. if you are a Tiger fan or any kind of football fan in this state, you know what I'm talking about. I was a student in the student section, and we booed our own coach. Yeah, what stinks about those platitudes is is the way they're presented. They're all true statements. But not for Clemson. But they're a little bit, uh, you know, kind of snide, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they were <laughs> yep. meant with the best intention. Yeah. I think they were meant with the best intention. You just hit the wrong girl on the wrong day. Yeah. Because I would say Clemson has nothing to hang their heads about. Everything Mm -hmm. they've done the last four seasons has been insane, and it has no signs of stopping. Number one recruiting class coming next year. Trevor Lawrence back next year. Dabo Sweeney back next year. 
Brett Venables back next year. And his you know, son gets to get back on the field. Things are still good. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. Son get, it's pretty bad. It's like when he got kicked out, I was like, oh, not good. <laughs> not good. But yeah, so, and, and first of all, I will say this. We are Clemson. We never say they. We say we. Because if you're in, you're all in. And Diddy, you might want to close your ears for this. Another thing that we never say. Turning down my headphones. <laughs> we never say. You want to say it together, at least One, two, three. Wait till next year. Oh, yeah. No. Wait till next year. It's a given. <laughs> just everything that Diddy just said, obviously, next year, we're going to be right back there. It's not. And, and Diddy, I mean, what team is that that says wait till next year? All of mine. Every other team. <laughs> all of mine. I, we can't say wait till next year anymore in Columbia. We, it's like wait till next decade, maybe. Wait till our coach is gone. Yeah, wait till Muschamp is cheaper to buy out. Yes. <laughs> wait till we can get rid of our coach. Even wait though, till we can buy out, buy out Boom Island. Because he trying lives to figure on an out, island on a yeah, lake. Trying to figure out how a school that clears $54 million a year can't afford a $20 million buyout. But, you know, that's beyond me, I guess. Because I think right now the water's tainted and nobody wants to touch that job. Oh, there's always a hungry coach out there. There's always someone. Look at my pack. We brought in uh, our new coach, and here we are, playing for the championship. That's right. Her NFL team is still in it, Diddy. She had to get that in there. I know, right? Who? What? Me. Go, Pat. Go. All the way to the Super Bowl. I actually picked them to be in the Super Bowl personally, so you're right. Yeah, I I I hope it's them and the Titans, just because that'll that's just funny. That would be crazy. That's I, just funny. I, I would like have to it. go against you. I, Loyalties I, to Mike Vrabel. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I hope the Titans can can beat the Chiefs because that just to me like mm-hmm. they've waited so long. Like let them have yeah. their time. And so I hope that the pa- the Packers obviously go through. We had a rough game against the 49ers <laughs> earlier this season, so yeah. Hopefully we learn from our mistakes and we can we can roll. And like if normal. the Chiefs lose, I mean it's good for Lonzo because eventually he's going to run out of Chiefs shirts to wear. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> Lonzo very that true. works on WORD and also ESPN Upstate. He is a huge Chiefs fan, and I think every day for the past two and mm-hmm. a half weeks, it's a different Chiefs jersey or shirt or something. Except for yesterday. Yesterday. He he wore his video game shirt to be neutral uh, and not really want to be a part of the national championship because he is also a Gamecocks and Ohio State fan. <laughs> so he was wow. pretty miserable about that game Ow. last night. <laughs> Good God. You might want to pick a different color yeah. wheel there. Garnet red not working for you. But in all. fairness, I have to uh, tip my cap to him because he was right. He called it. I was wrong. I picked Clemson. I thought they would handle this thing. And uh, Lonzo proved me wrong. And uh, if I am on today... I will uh, be playing the audio from Happy Gilmore. The I was wrong, you were right, yeah. I am unattractive, you were very good looking. <laughs> yeah, that line. So. Please tune in. Please if, Diddy tune. Is in. If Diddy is on in the afternoon. Please tune in to ESPN. Where can they find ESPN Upstate? Because it's not when I'm yeah. on, so it's okay. 97.7 FM Greenville, 97.1 FM Spartanburg, radio.com app, which is free. And that's where you can get all of us, actually. And you can make Magic your favorite stations. as well as yeah. ESPN Upstate. And yeah. Classic Rock 101.1, which yes. is also my station. People don't realize how many <laughs> stations are in this building. Yeah. It's a lot. It's I've a graced lot. six of the seven. I'm a little uh, still bummed that our friends over on the uh, probably most famous station we have. I was going to say, it's Word, right? Yeah, no, I've been on Word. Really? I was on Word. I have not been on B93. B, you haven't been on B. Oh, I bet Hawk and Tom would bring you on. I've, I've brought it up a couple times because that was the first show I listened to when I moved here. Yeah. When I moved here in 2000, uh, I, I went to Malden High and we were fighting to win that concert. There was like writing. That's right. You and the I talked about The index cards, that. yeah. And we won the concert. I think it was like O-Town and 3LW or something. It was garbage Excellent. bands at the time. But uh, you But Hawk and Tom them. came and they put it on and they, you know, talked to us. Uh, uh, Hawk looked like uh, a surfer dude back then still. 
Uh, Tom looked a little younger. He looks like Tarzan. <laughs> if you think when he had yeah. that longer hair, he had, the he had that hair. little yeah. ta- yes. Tarzan Disney's Tarzan. I thought he was trying to go for a uh, you know a poor man's John Stamos maybe. <laughs> With the the Uncle Jesse. <laughs> a little Uncle Jesse quaff. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> That's back from the days when I was on Be With Them because I was on that station yep. when you first moved. Yep, you remember, yeah. I do. So, yeah. I've only, I've been on B and Magic and... That's I don't occasional like Stone yeah. Man will put the mic over and ask me a question at a remote, but yeah. I don't consider that I don't consider that there. Well, so eventually the, I need to the, move around. I've had the privilege of jumping on with the Rise Guys a few times, which was honor for and me because I've I have listened been to on, them for a long time. I've been on with Sturge. Yeah, um, talking Packers normally. Like there if I go. was working Monday Night Football, they him and Greg would bring me on nice. and ask me something about the Packers. So Aww. technically that counts. That yes, does, does count. Always I've, counts. Anything I've done. Counts. I think I've done every station in this building at one point yeah the word word was where i started fresh out of college but i was overnights and i just did like some voice work for them but last year i had a saturday morning show on there with them a whole talk show that's so that, right that, that's, that's right. a lot of pressure there because that that was like me going back to my roots and um, <laughs> i will tell you this i love doing entertainment side of broadcasting yeah. i hate news News is rough. I I ran a news department for Metro Westwood One for a while, and I hated it. I hated news. I hate hard news when people want to talk politics with me. I'm just like, I act like I don't know anything. In the worst, my dad knows I know something, and he always wants to talk it with me. And I'm just like, "Uh I try to change the subject. He's like, you're not getting out of it that easy. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I am. I have car keys, and I have house key. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Leaving. So the Raiders are moving to Vegas. That's usually mm-hmm. what I use, like something random. <laughs> so the Raiders are moving to Vegas. You hear about this baseball scandal? Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you wanted to talk politics. Sorry. Yeah, let's talk That's about the Black Sox. Yeah. What? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's what they're calling this new scandal. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. And there's this right guy now. from Greenville that's all involved in it. Yeah. Hello, 1919. All right, let's talk about being miserable. And when someone wants yes. to talk politics with me, I'm miserable. When someone wants to talk hard news with me, I'm miserable because it's just not my thing. I am more entertainment. I love the entertainment side of things. Um, a new study finds the exact age when we're the most miserable. And Peaches would agree right now because that took us 18 minutes. <laughs> Welcome to, to your our, first topic of the show. Your first topic of the show. Before that, we were just lambasting everybody. So uh, if we didn't get you today, we'll get you tomorrow. For a second, she looked like Kermit the Frog when he gets excited, just throwing her arms around, waving at him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't have to be the funny one. <laughs> Diddy, you got it. Or as I, when I texted Elise that you're going to be on here, oh my, my phone God. overcorrected. Oh, it's the best. Um, it was dirty. 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 Diva she dirty. Said, Maybe that's what we have to go with then, right? Yeah, she was like, Dirty's going to be on the show with us. Dirty. And I was like, hey. oh. I said, can we call him that? <laughs> like, that can, It's dirty. Ashley's going to be like, I cannot live with him anymore. Yeah, she's, she is. Hopefully, I, I mean, no, She hopefully she does listen to this, obviously. But uh, hopefully it doesn't swing her away. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Let's not run her off yet. No. <laughs> so the girls call me dirty today, Ashley. Yes. <laughs> Apparently Ashley's- I'm the dirty diva. That's where I'm at. <laughs> like Dirty Diana. I think we need to have that playing under Dirty Diva right under here. All right. So let's talk about that. The exact age when you're the most miserable. I find it amusing. The answer is 47.2 years old. That's too old. There's no way it takes that long. No, no, because as we talked off air, <laughs> at some point you're going to realize this is my life. Yeah. Let me embrace it. Like, yeah, if you don't by the time you're 47, I mean, what have you been doing? 
<laughs> because, I've been living. I mean, I'm 30, and I mean, I'm kind of figuring it out now. It's like I don't think I'm going to be Delilah. I don't think I'm going to be super famous. No, fabulous. Everybody knows my name. I know your name. That's all that matters. Yeah. I know like your name, and I know your name, Dirty. I am Dirty. <laughs> That's me. I'm not going to have my own theme song. The, the weirdest thing about this study is how it says that you realize your big dreams aren't going to come true at 47.2 years old. Like, you're holding on that long? Yeah. I feel like I've held on too long. I have modified (laughs) my dreams because I will tell you this. Yeah, you got to change them. In my mind, in my mind, I'm still 17. Right. In on my driver's license, I'm not 17. If it takes me to 47 years old to realize I'm not going to play Major League Baseball, then somebody just take me out of my misery. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. Here's the thing. We talked about on one of our other podcasts about manifestation and saying to the universe, I want to do this. Diddy, a couple of years ago, you did something. In honor of your dad who passed. Yes. And although you're not a technical major league player, you went to baseball camp. I did. Uh, it's a, a fantasy camp thing that they do every year. Um, the one we do is through a company called Sports Adventures. There's another one the Red Sox do themselves. A lot of teams actually do this. Uh, and now, actually, which is even cooler, they have women's camps uh, so that the women can come and play. The, the camps we do have both men and women. They're co-ed. Um, but it does, you know, sometimes – pose issues because some of these guys take it seriously we're down there they pay a lot of money to go to this thing uh uh so they take it very seriously and sometimes you know one of the women on my team bridget's like 410 like 105 pounds tops you know and it's you know it's a little rugged out there sometimes and you don't you know i i, I suck at pitching when there's a, a 410 female in the box because i'm freaking out like oh please don't hit her like i don't want to and the same thing with the we have a man on the uh in the league that's like four eight he's oh. a very tiny person joel one of the sweetest men in the world, and I'm terrified when he's up to bat because I don't want to hit the guy. Like, I don't want to hit like, the oh tiny God, don't man. Hit the, don't hit the little guy. <laughs> like, don't hurt the man. Don't hurt the man. But it's really cool now. So they're opening it up to so many people, uh, multiple things with the women's camps, the men's camps, and then the co-ed camps. Uh, and my dad went for about 15 years before he got sick when he first got diagnosed with leukemia is when he stopped going. So the year after he passed, they let my brother and me come uh, and do this whole thing and be a part of the camp. And it was really just a week-long enshrinement of my father at camp, basically. They retired his number, number 45. They gave us a bunch of pictures. It was a really cool event. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. So, see, so you technically got to live your dream yeah. a little yeah. bit. And our coaches were all former players. So you know, All former Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, you got to yeah. play with the major leagues, yeah. technically. Uh, and when I went again last year, it was even better because it was more of a chill feel. You know, yeah. it, it was very emotional, very uh, nerve wracking the first year because I bet. Oh my I gosh. knew the guys. I've been to things. My dad once uh, when he was doing the camp, they used to be able to go to Fenway once a year. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was in the middle of summer. They'd all fly up to Fenway. They'd go to the last game of a homestand. And then the next day they get to play at Fenway. Uh, and back in 2006, it was Yankees Red Sox for the whole weekend. And my dad flew me up because he knew the guy on his team who caught, who played catcher, was not going to be coming. And he told him, don't tell anybody. Yeah. So he flew me up, made me bring all of my baseball gear, my catcher's gear, everything, so that he, when we got there the day they played at Fenway, he was like, oh, hey, uh, what, whatever his name was, he's not coming, but Mike's here. He can catch. Do you mind? 
And they just said, yeah, sure. So I went out and I got to catch my dad at Fenway Park. Oh, my gosh. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, like, That's all of that amazing. stuff is, is the coolest stuff ever. So I knew these guys. I knew the people at the camp, the women at the camp, the men at the camp, the coaches at the camp, all of that stuff. So it, it was still less nerve-wracking than if I was going for a first time. But with all the emotion that first year, it was horrifying you know, to have to walk into every room and, and resurface all of those emotions. So last year when I got to go again, it was really cool. Because it was like hanging with the guys, and I had the familiarity with all the coaches, and I was just hanging out with Brian Daubach, Lenny DiNardo, uh, uh, Keith Folk, Alan Embry, all of the 2004 World Series champions, just drinking beers, talking baseball. It's the greatest. It was so cool. See, dreams. See, and it's <laughs> your socks. It's your yeah. socks. I totally I, I, I respect that. And so it's like, yeah, so what your dream looks like to yeah. you, because it's like there's some people that's like, oh, well, I want to do this. And I'm always like, well, what does that look like to you? What are the steps to get there? So you actually embrace that dream. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to play Major League ba- Baseball. Not everybody's going to win a national championship. Not everybody's going to do this, that, and the other. But you fit it best into your life. Yeah. And that's something that they can't take away from you. So Yeah, and even though the dream was ultimately you know, to be a Red Sox and play at Fenway regularly and be an all-star in the Major Leagues, you know, winning the MVP of the championship game at Fantasy Camp was pretty dope. <laughs> that is pretty <laughs> it was a dope. Lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't have to look like Macaulay Culkin to do it. No, not at all. And I was two for three, five RBI. Great game. Solid third baseman. <laughs> solid. <laughs> yeah. Very solid. Game MVP. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters right there. That's all that matters. See, so you are nowhere near 47, no. and you're nowhere near miserable, and I don't think you ever will be because you are one of the most positive people that you can meet. Cause it's like even on a bad day, you're like, it could be worse. I try. I do my best. Sometimes I do feel like that uh, commercial for depression meds where she holds a little smiley face in front of her face. Oh, we all do yeah, that. We that all happens. have our mask. We, <laughs> yeah. we talk about like, that all the time. It's such a good day. God, my friend Candace <laughs> has a great expression. I'm on the struggle bus today. Struggle bus mm-hmm. is real, man. The struggle oh, bus goodness. is yes. so real. I say that all the time. Whew. I'm on the struggle bus. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, I, whoever wrote this, you know what? They're just an unhappy person. Yeah. I like that it says, too, that by the time you hit 70, you're just as happy as you were when you were 18. There is no possible way that that could be true. That's called senility. That's yeah. Different. like That's, that's, that's just because you don't remember it. no or way. Or your kids yeah. are out of the house. They're basically I, explaining over those two paragraphs that because it says that like it, 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 it snowballs. It gets mo- more and more bad over your 20s, 30s, and 40s, and it bottoms out at 47. It starts going which, up. Which is why at 70, it gets better because you forgot it all. Apparently, you forgot it all, yeah. or you've gone melted. through a late midlife crisis. You get your Corvette, then, or you can afford the Corvette. The house is paid off. So, a lot of things that people fight over it's uh, family events, credit card debt, um, how much money you have in the bank, how much money you yeah. don't have in the bank, and visits from our in laws and taxes and stuff like that. So, that's like another topic there. So, of course, that's why that pay, uh, plays into that. I'll be honest, I don't think 70 year olds are happy when they're talking politics. No. no. I've seen them. <laughs> uh, we talked about my dad, who's a little bit beyond 70. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, last night, last night, because I was at their house for a little bit. And he goes, look, no one's booing the president. <laughs> and then my eight-year-old stands up and goes, boo! <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> 
50. My dad is 47 currently, mm-hmm. and he is living his best life. He's at Quantico, so I mean, he's oh yeah, he's, your dad's a badass. I'm yeah. sorry, he is. He's currently, Quantico, you gotta be a badass. He's currently at Quantico, yeah. so he's 47, and they. I mean, I wouldn't say that's bottoming out. I mean, he's accomplishing one of his dreams, going through the FBI Academy. So they made a TV show about that. I know, stuff. right? I know. Starring, <laughs> I watched starring. It. Oh, Priyanka. And Priyanka is married to Nick Jonas, who we've been in the same room with. We have. We breathed oh his air. We oh breathed boy. his air. We tried to <laughs> breathe the same. Us. We tried to breathe the same air as Oprah this weekend, but we don't think it's going to happen. We think we are still work. on the fence. We are <laughs> still in a holding pattern. We're hoping, and we are hoping. But Miranda, who is yeah. on the block, who we loved, who we've had in as one of our guest divas, she is envisioning it. She is manifesting yeah. it. It's going to happen. And Elise and I are going to have to be there with the vodka and the tissues <laughs> to pick her up when it doesn't happen. Aww. Yeah, it's it's going to be rough. I mean, I was going to be in Charlotte anyway. One of my best girlfriends, her it's her birthday. What well, was her birthday last weekend? We're going to go celebrate uh, this weekend. So I'm going to be in Charlotte regardless. But if I could be in Charlotte for Oprah yes, and then Girls Night Out at the same time, it's all good with me. That's me living my best life at 47. Yeah, see, 47. People are like, eh, the stupid survey. <laughs> oh, here's the thing, because it's all in the mental, almost at the mental and emotional capacity that you have. Yes, I, sure. I think I'm 17. I act too. I say that all the time. <laughs> but in actuality, I pointed out that Elisa's husband, who just turned 30, was born the same year I graduated high school. Math is hard, but it's not that hard. You can figure out exactly <laughs> how old I am. And I think it is 47.2. Yeah. And look, I mean, I'm a mom. I've actually had several different careers, and I'm an actress. I actually am a working actress as well as a radio diva. So, And I get to work with Diddy and Dirty and Elise. <laughs> dirty and Diddy. Diva. Dirty, dirty Diddy. DD. Excellent. That could go a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say your DDs, oh, okay? Gotcha. <laughs> that would be so bad, and we would be down in the HR department. Because you missed it. If you go back and listen to our old um, podcast from last week uh, when I was on the pain medication, um, I told off everybody in the world, in my mind, in this dream, from whatever pain medication I was on, I told off every man in the world. So you were not here, so I didn't tell you off. So there. You made it. You survived. That. You survived because you're rare. one of the nice ones. <laughs> no. I do I my would, best. You do your best. Actually, you are one guy I would never tell off. There are several guys on staff here I have told off many times. <laughs> and in a staff meeting one day, <laughs> and they were quite shocked. It was one that was on B, one that was on Rock 101, and um, a poor guy that was in digital, and I don't think he ever heard words like that come out of my mouth. (laughs) He just sat there. It was one of our staff meetings that they decided to make a smart aleck comment, and poor Brandon, his chin hit the table when I told these other two people off what they could go do with themselves. Sweet Yes, I know Peaches. Peaches is over there (laughs) going, I wish you would go do that right now, Cherie. (laughs) All right. Don't tempt her. So, anything else? Uh, you actually did great on the Divas Dish. Oh, thank you. We would love for you to come back and be a diva. I want to ask Diddy's opinion on Uh-oh. this, because he used to work downstairs, and he would get affected by the downstairs microwave. Oh, my God. Oh, what do you think about coworkers? This is a huge coworker complaint. Microwaving food that stinks. That is disgusting. <laughs> This happened to me this I mean, morning. And yesterday, too. Yes. I got a text yesterday. You're like, it smells like a dead animal in here. And I'm like, what's yeah. going on? And she goes, so-and-so, uh, it's microwaving chili. And I'm like, it is a dead animal. It's, it's 7 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, is this a diet thing or the person just need chili at 7 a.m.? You should well, be cognizant of like what types of foods you're throwing in there. 
Like there's, I mean, you're gonna there's gonna be smells when you cook food and heat up food, and like everyone's gotta eat, so things happen. Even when you bring in food from a restaurant, sometimes mm-hmm. it stinks. I've had, uh, like you mentioned, our friend Miranda like lose her mind because I went and got barbecue across the street. And she didn't like the smell, and I was like, "It's delicious." She didn't like the smell of barbecue. I think it was. I got the uh, uh, the roasted Brussels. Oh, yeah. oh, they're so good. They're so delicious. But right? see, but see you, you, it's Brussels sprouts. You you but said barbecue, and I'm like, who I didn't had, cook them here. Who? But yeah, but Brussels sprouts is like little baby cabbages. And have you oh, smelled so cooked cabbage? It kind of smells like a cooked fart. I would rather smell that than yeah. the chili that I had to smell this morning. I had to close my office and it was still permeating through because it was not downstairs in the kitchen. They have a microwave in their office. Oh no. And so their office backs up to my <laughs> office and yep. oh it was rough. I closed my door. I'm like if I had a was candle I would have lit it. Was he out of cheese balls? No. He, keeps he carries a it around. Container. Yeah, he keeps like a, a giant. Baby. And you know what? There is an official name. It's on our show prep for Cheetos dust. Uh, yeah it's like oh, Cheetle. Cheetle. What? Because they were making, they were like, oh, like Don Cheadle. Uh, yeah. No, it's like your fingers. It <laughs> is like gross. your fingers. He has one of those big, you know what I'm talking about? Those big plastic barrels full of Uts. Yeah, yeah. And he has one of those. Those are great. Yes, but he carries around. It's in the studio, and it's also in their office, and he's constantly eating at them. So, you know that scene in, was it The Departed, where um, Jack, <laughs> almost said Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> No, it is Jack Nicholson, not Jack. You almost said was, Jack Nicholas. Yeah, oh, yeah. It almost. That's why I was, I'm laughing. <laughs> I do at that myself. every time. Because yeah, every time like I he, talk Jack Nicholas in, on sports talk, I end up saying Jack Nicholson. Like I know. Six I was times. like Jack Nicholson is in the department. Like, no, hold no, on. I, exactly. I was like Jack Nicholas. I almost said Jack Nicholas. I had to stop myself. Uh, I, I amuse myself. I know Peaches. I do not amuse you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Your mic is off for a reason. Is she Peaches banging her head against the wall. <laughs> that's an everyday occurrence. That's an everyday occurrence. That's not Ignore good for it. your brain. You know we've done our job right when she throws her hoodie up and turns her back to us. Let us know when that happens because I can't see her quite from this angle. She's next to you. Peach is hush. It's not a nice finger to use. <laughs> I thought she was telling me I'm number one. Yes, we'll go with that. <laughs> as long as I don't get the Bronx cheer, right? <laughs> so anyway, so you know in The Departed where yep. the guy's eating the peanuts and he just finally like beats the crap out of him. He's like, you are sticking your nasty germs inside yeah. that bowl over and over again. <laughs> you just want to say that because he has like this big bucket of like yeah. Utz cheese balls. And the worst and- thing about this business is that you get the stuff that like sticks to his lips probably ends up on the microphone. Oh my God. There's, I didn't even think about that. There's probably orange dust all over the microphone. Oh, there. poor Shorty having to come in and do the afternoon shift. That stinks. I deal, with, I deal with that in our studio a little bit. I keep Lysol in this one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There is a, a, a well former co-worker. I used to have to no. clean the mouse. If you go back in my social media, it's valid. <laughs> you will look and see where I had to clean the mouse because there was, like, oil and yeah. junk stuck all over the mouse. So they were eat in the studio. Mm. And, like, their food particles, they were all over the mic. It's disgusting. It's grossest thing I've dealt with. A show I did in Orlando. I was just producing it. It was one of our broker shows. They all dipped. While they did their show, Ew. the microphones would turn brown. That's nasty. From the spittle from their dip juice, it was awful. Oh my god! I will yeah. never complain again. Oh my god! Awful. Then we had to clean them every week. Ew. No, I would make them clean them. Yeah. Why is it the people that are nasty? Because I will get on my little <laughs> high horse about this. There are people that like will not touch toilet seats. 
And they're the reason other people won't touch toilet seats because they will go hang and hover and then they will leave their pee all over yeah, the toilet the seats. And I'm like, the reason people don't like bathrooms is because of you. You're disgusting. You saw and you know that you piddled all over the seat. Clean it up. It is not my place to clean up your piddle. You could flip it up with your foot even. Jeez. If you're a guy, yeah. why are you sitting in a public yeah, restroom? Yeah, unless there's a reason you're sitting, but yeah. I like the face that Lisa's making. Speaking she's of so Piddle, disgusted. she's got to go home and get her um, kitchen organized because the groomer's coming over okay. to wash her one-ounce dog. Yeah. She Sookie, has a one-ounce dog. Sookie's Sookie. getting groomed today. <laughs> so I keep looking at the thing. She's coming at 12, and I'm like, oh, man, I got to go home and do my dishes. You got to do my dishes so you can wash my dog in my sink. Yeah, she grooms her in the sink. I mean, she's only a pound. That's why. She weighs four pounds. Oh, yeah. She's a hefty girl. We've got... <laughs> there goes peaches. There goes the hoodie. She weighs four pounds. My mom bought me socks for Christmas with her face on them and gave them to me last night. And so, just wait. The socks are bigger than Sookie. They are. Yeah, I'm going to bring them in. I'll bring her in. She's amazing. Awesome. Do that. She's a, she's an emotional support animal. She'd come on right on. She'd be fine. Yeah. Speaking of emotional support animal, I'm about to put Charlotte. Yeah. Up for don't adoption. bring Charlotte. Because after last night with the game, I finally decided to settle in and go to sleep. And Charlotte's like a child that was not sleep trained. One day you'll figure this out, Diddy, when you have kids down the road. You want to get your child sleep trained so you can sleep. My dog decided she wanted to be up. She wanted to have attention. She wanted her belly rub. And she kept pawing at me like she wanted to go outside. Then she would go into the living room, lay down on the giant rug in the living room, and show me her belly. I could have pet your belly in the bedroom. No, no, no. Finally, I was like, Charlotte, so she's a big, hefty girl herself. She's about 60 pounds. So I, like, half lifted her, half walked her to the back door. I was like, go outside, go pee, come back in here, or I'm putting you up for adoption on the next Wet Nose Wednesday. (laughs) That's why I like the small dog life. You can scoop and score Mm -hmm. with them. You scoop them and run, and they they can't do anything about it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so she's telling you, she weighs four pounds. Yep. I looked at Charlotte. I'm like, why are you such a B word? And then she looked back at me. Because that's what we are. <laughs> that's Charlotte logic at 1.30 in the morning. All right. Well, this is the Divas Dish Podcast. Elisa's got to go clean out her sink so her fluff ball can get washed. <laughs> that sounds really weird. <laughs> that sounds like something Diesel would say oh, on boy. the Divas Dish Podcast. Diesel, Diesel would Thursday. definitely take it in some wrong directions. My Maltese sure. is getting groomed today. Okay? That still sounds bad. People know it's a oh, Maltese. Oh, peaches hush. <laughs> It's like that Parks and Rec planting ficuses in your front yard. (laughs) 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 All right. While we all three still have jobs. Yes, so far. Okay. Thanks for joining us on the Divas Dish Podcast. Diddy, come back anytime. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.